FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana, The Fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports for a Saturday, January 30th, 2021. The month of January is almost in the bag. I'm going to bring my co-host Justin Kenny in right away because I just want to verify this. January is just about in the bag. We get the 30th, right? Uh, 31st. It's the 30th today. Yeah, yeah 31st 30, tomorrow. 31 yep. days, yeah. Yeah, and we're getting through it uh, thus far without really any weather-related incidents in the month of January. About to change. About to change. About to change. Yeah. That is correct. About 12 hours. Yes. Yeah. Well, what do you think? What weather forecast do you follow? Do you follow the aggressive, we're going to get 15 inches, <laughs> or do you look more realistic and see that some of these uh, predictions are are dropping? And some people sound downright depressed, depressed Yeah, that they're not going to be we're, snowed in because they did go get... to the store. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, AccuWeather is what I usually follow and the Weather Channel. AccuWeather loves to throw out those big numbers early in the week. And and I, I tend to gravitate towards that because I can tell my wife then who gets really excited, you know, mm-hmm. hey, look, 6 to 10 inches coming up on Saturday. And then it usually draws back, you know, throughout the week. But this week has been different in that AccuWeather is still sticking to their 6 to 10, and it sounds like we're going to get anywhere from 4 to 8. So, um be a big storm tonight and um, overnight and into tomorrow, and we're finally getting that big snowstorm that people have been clamoring for for the better part of you know two months. Well, and this is the end of January, so this is typically when we do have this. And of yeah. course, you, sir, do not remember the blizzard of '78. I don't. Other than other people talking about right. it, I do remember. I had a 1973 Firebird formula. Oh, it was sweet. It had honeycomb rims on it. Well, I'm sure it, it did had, great in the snow. Um, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it also had a driver's side window that went up except for about uh, three-quarters of an inch. Okay. And uh, after the snows came and went, I had a snow drift about three feet on my bucket seat. Oh, my God. Because of that little <laughs> opening in my car. And this basically came out of nowhere. Yeah, really. I, I, you know, now I check my weather on my iPhone. It, probably just like your dad. Yeah, yeah. My dad and, is uh, religiously about every fifteen minutes. I th- swear he has an alarm. Oh, gotta check the weather. Let's see, yeah. what, see what's updated. Well, you do because you never know; it's ever changing. It is. And get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, that, you know, yeah, he's he's religious. That's the thing with with weather predicting, you know, people look at it now 4, 5, 6 days in advance and try to predict stuff what happens and you know these 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 systems can track different, they can track north, they can track south and we get kind of disappointed when we don't get what they said we were going to get 7 days ago and that's and, well, but they can be so vague. We right. can get up to 10 inches. Well, up to means anything beneath that up to 10 inches. You know, being a weatherman is a lot like being a major league hitter. You can have success 
23 out of 100 times in Major League Baseball at the plate and still make millions of dollars. Yep. Boy, you can have just about the same percentage of success being a meteorologist or a weather specialist and <laughs> do the same thing. Yeah, it's it's a catch-22, though, with, with weather, with, with meteorologists and weather people because they say we can't predict that far out, yet they're the ones that open the door because they, they do their seven-day forecast. They do their extended outlooks, right? So they're guessing, but if you're going to sell it, if you're going to say you can forecast seven days out by this seven-day forecast thing, and then you try to backtrack and say, well, we don't really know it till You know, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. That's right, and I'm sure many listeners are going... Well, what's this have to do with sports? A lot, because well, we have sports you. affected today, yes, don't we? Yes, we do. We have high school basketball, and we're going to get to scores in just a moment. But we have a press release that mentions all kinds of changes in the local basketball schedule, and uh, we're going to get that to, to you at, well, right now. Belmont at Leo. The boys' varsity game is now going to start at 5.30 p.m. at Leo. Adams Central Girls at Bishop DeWanger is tipping at 6 p.m., and that's a varsity only. No JV in that one. Manchester Boys Basketball Doubleheader at Concordia. That's going to tip off at 3 p.m. Lakeland JV Boys Basketball at Wawasee. 3.30 now. Varsity will follow. That's JV starting at 3.30. Varsity just uh, right after that. Angola's game at Fairfield has been moved up. The C-team game begins at 1.30, and then JV and varsity. So they're going to try to get things all completed, played and completed, before perhaps this snowmageddon hits us in the early evening hours. So smart move smart on the move. part of the athletic directors and administrators there. Because, hey, if there's a chance to play, if we know this is coming, like all the weather specialists and meteorologists say they are, well, let's let's adjust. Let's adjust. Yeah, a couple more DeKalb and Huntington North boys today. The JV will tip off at 2 o'clock at North Arena in Huntington North, 3.30-ish for the varsity. And this just came down, too, with uh, Homestead and Peru today at Homestead. That game has been moved up to a 4.30 tip-off time out at Homestead. No JV game varsity only so if you're uh, hoping to catch the undefeated spartans it's been moved up to a 430 varsity tip-off today against the one loss peru tigers who are amongst the top 10 teams in class 3a and there you have it those are the changes that we know about thus far if we get any more we will pass them along if we get them before 10 a.m this morning let's talk some high school basketball and let's talk girls basketball first scores from last night had the carroll chargers beating snyder 79 75 mark redding and company clinch the sac title uh, by virtue of uh, beating snyder sanaya jackson 26 points for lady chargers in that one homestead 60 north 41 uh Ariana Patterson, 43 points, set the school record, single-game record. Do you know whose record she might have I beat? think it's Carissa McLaughlin's record. Okay, she Carissa broke. McLaughlin, yeah, from Ooh. Purdue. So. Decent player, huh? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Homestead, 60-41 over Northrop. It was Concordia, 55, Northside, 28. Lures, a 58-43 winner over Wayne, Southside. 
gets a 63-48 victory over Dwenger. It was Columbia City 55, New Haven 47. Huntington North 46-24 over DeKalb. Belmont 64, Leo 28. Central Noble a 67-28 winner over Busco. Garrett 62, Lakeland 49. West Noble 31-23 over Fairfield. Southwood 56, Southern Wells 31. Wabash 44, Whitco 20. Eastbrook beat Blackford 63-60. And it was Frankton 78, Elwood 29. Now, heading over to the boys' basketball schedule from last night. It was the Carroll Chargers over Snyder. 65-63, so Carroll takes that girl-boy doubleheader last night. Jalen Jackson of Carroll, 35 points, more than half the Chargers markers for Mr. Jackson. And hit the game-winning shot there in the final seconds. Yes, and came up big and clutch in that as well. It was Homestead 83-53 over Northrop. Northside 73, Concordia 62. Let's stop right there. I was able to watch via stream Northside and Leo earlier in the week. And holy cow, Northside got down, came back. It was a great game and very close, very uh, hotly contested. But I'll tell you what, Mr. Collins uh, hits four or five threes in a row and uh, in putting Northside back uh, up on top. And it was uh, was a lot of fun to watch that game. And there is an article on OutsideTheHuddle.net about Coach Gary Andrews and coming into the Northside situation. Eh, I don't want to call it that, but but he comes in where he's rebuilding that program from scratch pretty much. Yeah. But uh, and I love the fact in the article it talks about his previous success on the girls' side. When he was at Bishop Lewers, you talk about a juggernaut. Yes. Gary Andrews created that and it was incredible. And he had girls that wanted to play for him and and busted their tails for him. And he um, has the rings to show. Then he goes to St. Francis and does the same thing. You know, I remember the perfect season with Brooke Ridley and, and, geez, you know, all of the uh, Paige Frisch. And you had uh, uh, all all those players that uh, were just incredible and fun to watch. Jana Shukri, players like that were uh, just, they played their roles. Brooke Ridley was uh, was was the catalyst, and, and she was All-American and everything, but 38-0. And, um, and then he went along and uh, he went to New York. Yeah, went to New York and coached a team out there and with some success as well. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Gary Andrews comes back and... Uh, He's um, doing some good things at Northside. Let's continue with the scores. We had Wayne over Lures 63 or 66-63, sorry. It was Southside 54, Dwinger 43, Norwell a 55-43 winner over East Noble, Bluffton 41, Jay County 31, Heritage 75-55 over Adams Central. Central Noble gets a 67-54 win over Cherubusco. Westview, 65. Eastside, 61 in two overtimes. West Noble, a 62-50 winner over Fairfield. Garrett, 62. 
Lakeland 49. Prairie Heights loses to Fremont 56-41. It was Rochester over North, or excuse me, Northfield over Rochester 60-36. Southwood 64, North Miami 32. Marion is 72-62 winner over Logansport in the NBA last night. Charlotte beats the Pacers 108-105. DeMontis Sabonis double-double 22 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. And then it was Malcolm Brogdon 21 points, Miles Turner, 20. Uh, they will play uh, the Philadelphia 76ers on Sunday at 7 at Bankers Live Fieldhouse. So Joel Embiid and company invade Bankers Live for a 7 o'clock tilt with the Indiana Pacers in college basketball. And on the men's side, it was the PFW Mastodons losing to Oakland 81-66. Mastodons now six and eight overall, five and eight in Horizon League play. They will play tonight. Same two teams uh, go at it at seven o'clock this evening. The PFW women were beaten by Wright State seventy-seven fifty. Uh, the uh, Lady Dons are now zero and fifteen overall, zero and thirteen in the Horizon League. Um, same two at two today. And uh, tough going for the Lady Dons. And uh, those are a lot of your scores that we have right now. A lot of scores. Congratulations to Carol on the girls' side. Can uh, win their first SAC regular season championship. They were down 18 points to Snyder in the first half last night. Came back and won. Just chipped away over the final two, three quarters and got a win. And it, Carol, boys, were down 13 or 14 in the first half to Snyder. Came back and won, of course, with that last second shot by Jalen Jackson in a tie game and congratulations to Jalen Blackman now the all-time leading scorer at Marion passed his father last night 33 points in that win over Logansport and uh, Jalen Blackman good kid comes into OPS to do some training and also some uh, physical therapy as well so congratulations to him a quite the achievement at a program that's had its fair share of stars oh my goodness yes uh, when, when you just think back to all the uh, the success and all the history of high school basketball in the state of Indiana that has come through Marion, Indiana. It's its incredible. And uh, from the J. Edwards, Lyndon Jones days, Dave Cole, Scott, Shepard, and all those guys, uh, even before that, it was, uh, it's been an incredible legacy. And um, congratulations to young Mr. Blackman for that. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line 46862 Put TS in the front of your message if you will uh, Before we go to break I want to talk to you about my friends at Culligan and we keep talking about the water softener inspection If you have a water softener it doesn't have to be a Culligan If you have one in your basement in your garage wherever you have it in your utility area and it just sits there and maybe all you do is throw salt in it from time to time. Is it really working? Is it working properly? Is it softening your water? I know somebody that has a fairly new house that just had a water heater go out on them. Well, hard water will that they can uh, go out on you before the, it's time. So one of the things to do. Get your water softener inspected. Call Culligan today, 484-8668. That's 484-8668 for $29.95. That's a nice little investment for a lot of peace of mind. You will have someone come out, take a look at your water softener, and then let you know if you are uh, in good shape, you need some help, whatever. It doesn't have to be a Culligan. It could be any make or model. Call Culligan today, 484-8668. 
Culligan Water. Give your people Culligan Water. We'll be right back. It's time to rethink your limits, and OPS is here to help you do it. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the new standard in sports medicine and sports performance. Unfortunately, injuries are just a part of the game and can happen to anyone. The professionals at OPS work together to get you back in action and performing at your very best. From certified athletic trainers to fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, and sports performance coaches, your athlete will receive the same continuum of care as the professional. Professionals do. Wanting to take your game to the next level? OPS offers performance classes six days a week at the newly renovated Ash Center. OPS athletes can experience real measurable results in speed, strength, and agility without increasing their risk of injury. The certified trainers at OPS use scientific methods to help you get the most out of your body. Mention this ad and you will receive one free month of training. Visit OptimumPerformanceSports.com to learn more and to start your free month today. Beach combing, baking cookies, learning French. Aren't these what you'd rather be doing than thinking about your Medicare prescriptions? Well, Walgreens is here to help you get back to it with convenient refill and pickup options, expert pharmacists to answer all your questions, and Medicare copays as low as zero dollars. Zero. Which is also the number of cares in the world you'll have as you stroll the beach eating cookies and speaking French. Oh la la. Walgreens. Zero dollar copays apply to tier one generic drugs and select plans where Walgreens is a preferred pharmacy. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. As a minimalist, paying less for insurance is more. Nice place. Is your house a bubble? It's a dome. I find corners unnecessary. At Liberty Mutual, that's how we feel about overpaying for insurance. But I do miss having shelves. Hmm. What would you put on them? Nothing, obviously. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, invites new customers to start 2021 off right with a risk-free first bet up to $500. Just sign up today with bonus code CALEB and start enjoying BetMGM's innovative parlay selection features, live betting options, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. The football playoffs are upon us. The grand finale is right around the corner, and pro basketball is in full swing. There couldn't be a better time to download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CALEB to get back up to $500 in free bets on your first wager. Bet with confidence all year long at BetMGM, where you're always just one tap away from your victory dance. Sign up and make your first bet risk-free today with bonus code CALEB. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Now back to Talking Sports with with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. That's Justin Kenny over there. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, we're just waiting for the snow to start, and I think it's, it's later on, but we're not in any big hurry, so... In the timing of this, a Saturday evening snowstorm. Yeah, you're going to go to bed with maybe a, you know an inch on the ground and wake up tomorrow, and supposedly you're supposed to have half a foot. Have you been to the store? Uh, no, I have not. We were talking about this before the show. You were talking how you need to go get the staples. The staple of my house. I, I, I got milk and bread. You got uh, milk and I'm bread. I'm just egg short of, of 
Yeah, French the, toast. The, the trifecta yeah. of storm essentials. Meanwhile, I'm being sent after the show to pick up some wine. So priorities are a little... So living with you, wine is essential for getting through... Well, I think it's for my wife is essential. Well, that's what I mean. To, yes. Yeah. Getting through weather, weather or just marriage in general, I think. Let's get to the Talking Sports phone line <laughs> before we get in more trouble. Because on the Talking Sports line, presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne, give your people Culligan water is University of St. Francis Athletic Director, Mr. Mike McCaffrey. Mike, have you been to the store yet? <laughs> Actually, my uh, my wife and I are breaking up duties today, so I've got a game at 1 o'clock over at the hut, and I think she's going to run and, and get us our essentials for the weekend so we can uh, hunker down tonight and plan on not doing much tomorrow. But, uh, no, I was able to get out of that one, uh, and, and my wife is picking up the slack and taking care of that today. Do you realize what the lines at the store are going to be like today? Yeah, that, that's that's why she's got much more patience than I do. So if I, my, my my whole thing with her with going to the stores, if I get up early enough, like 7, 8 o'clock on a weekend or Saturday or a Sunday, and I go get, get the store shopping done then on a weekend, then I'll do it. But if it gets past 10 a.m., then I'm not venturing anywhere. You know, I qualify to go as a senior to some of these stores, okay? <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be, Mike. I tell you, I, I, I felt I like I, I was on the... at Walgreens last weekend around 8 o'clock <laughs> when they let all the... Let all the, the, the elderly in. So that was good that I, I thought that was you, but I wasn't sure. I have never been hit in the hip by so many shopping carts in all my <laughs> life. I, I went to, I think it was Meyer when they first started the seniors can shop from 7 to 9 on Tuesdays. And I yeah. thought, oh boy, I can go and, and get in line for toilet paper. And this was, you know, when the pandemic was in its early stages. And uh, oh my goodness, the indecision by people with shopping carts, it, it just, <laughs> You wonder, you know, well, it kind of gives you an idea why there's... I can't, I cannot imagine all of us going to a normal time of grocery store, how slow people are going from aisle to aisle or they take up the whole aisle. We all know those issues. I can't imagine how slow it is. That Shopping carts are. are not on the right or the left or in the middle of the aisle because if you have to reach on one side or the other or... or fall, Anyway, hey, when you said, uh, Mike, you let's get back on track here. <laughs> Mike, you said you're going to be at the hut today because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Lady Cougars play an Indiana Wesleyan team, and um, hmm, with history there, that'll be a big one. Yeah, it always is when Indiana Wesleyan comes to town. Uh, they're the second best team in our conference right now. We're sitting at, uh, I think, around fifth. Uh, they got us earlier in the year. Uh, we went down there, and, and so they've got us on one on the on the season so far. We got to get even this this week, and then go down and play at Indiana Wesleyan. And obviously, they're still number one in the country. So we got two big games today, but good to to have the women at home. Um, and Jason Ridge back on the bench after sitting out a few games with uh, with some COVID in, in his household. So great to welcome him back, and I'm sure the team will be fired up to have him back on the bench. And hopefully, we can rally around him and then get a big W today. Well, and this is a very exciting time in, in University of St. Francis athletics and in college athletics in general because of the winter and spring season starting a little bit of the overlap that as we head into February, too. And uh, from a track and field perspective, Alex Ebatino, my goodness. 
yeah. in fact, uh, you had a tweet, I think, uh, uh, within the last 12 hours or so that talked about her exploits. Yeah, I mean, Alex Ebettino, she's our, our sophomore from right here in Fort Wayne at Bishop Dwinger High School, and she burst onto the scene last year as a freshman and broke just about every school record we had for, for most of our distance races and uh, went out yesterday at the Indiana Tech uh, track and field meet here in town and, and got the second-best time in the NAIA this year. Uh, so she is she is sitting, and I think if you look at it, she's about a second behind the best time, but she's about five seconds clear um, of the person in third behind her, so she she had a heck of a run. Uh, she is she's amazing. Uh, you know we're we're blessed to have someone like Alex here. She's just a great student, great kid, uh, obviously a great runner. And and what she's doing is just kind of lifting the performances of everyone around her. Um, and you know if you're you're chasing her around the the parking lots and the fields and places that they run and. She's pushing everybody to get better, and, and we're getting the results. Uh, so our, you know, our men's and women's teams have been slowly growing and growing. And I think the women were uh, 25th in the U.S. track and field rankings that came out earlier this week, and the men were somewhere around 40th, which is which is huge for us. So, uh, yeah, Alex is leading the way, but we had a lot of great performances uh, in the last couple of days over over with the Indiana Tech Warrior invite. Uh, a lot of good crossroads league performances, so that's good to see. But yeah, our our Cougars are out there getting it done, so it's uh, it's fun. And, you know, I, I talked about the overlap in schedules from winter sports to spring sports. Usually, typically, that does not include football. And, uh, of course, the Cougars, as we've been saying uh, from week to week, the Cougars open on uh, February 27th, which is uh, just four weeks away now. And... Uh, you came out this past week talking about uh, the fan experience and in what it's going to take for someone to come out and actually watch a game. And I think we talked about it on the show last week, but it, it bears repeating. How can people come out and actually physically watch a football game? Because a lot of people haven't gotten that chance uh, throughout football season, whether that's uh, high school, uh, collegiate, or uh, or professional football, if they're used to going. But uh, how can somebody get in the stands at uh, Darcy Stadium? Yeah, so we, we did announce our, our spectator policy earlier this week. I think it went out on Tuesday. Um, and obviously it's all predicated on Allen County, uh, kind of the color coding that the governor's office and, and the local health departments are still using. So right now we're orange. We've been orange for a couple weeks, um, so that allows you to be at 25% capacity, um, and, and we're outdoors, so we've got a little bit of flexibility on that, but I do have to submit a plan to the local health department on how we're going to you know, ensure distancing and, and keep a safe environment, but we hope... You know, as we get to February 27th, if we if we at least stay in the orange, uh, then we've got a good plan where we can have probably up to about 500 people uh, from the local Fort Wayne community come to our games. Uh, we're reserving, obviously, um, four tickets for each of our kids on the football team. Uh, we've got another couple hundred set aside for our students, the faculty, and the staff. A couple hundred for <clears throat> excuse me, a couple hundred for our visiting fans. Uh, so we're going to be right around that 1,400, 1,500 number with our total attendance, um, which is, you know, at Darcy Stadium, we've had about 5,500 people in there at any uh, given time. So you work from that capacity and come back. We're, like I said, we're around 30%, but because it's outdoors, um, I am allowed to submit something to the local health department to show what we're going to do, and, and hopefully we get that approved. And if we can move from orange to yellow, 
keep going in the right direction, then obviously we could maybe open it up a little bit more. But, you know, just to have our kids' parents in there to watch them, a few members from the community, some of our USF people in, it's it's exciting. You know, I mean, it's it's definitely something that we, we don't take lightly. Uh, we're, we're blessed that, that we're able to play this time of year where the virus has gotten to a point where we can have some people watch. So, you know, 1,500 will sound pretty good in the stadium as long as they're not, you know, freezing and sitting on their hands. That's right. And when you talk about the fact that there there will be some fans in the stands, you know, it's the little things at this point in time, uh, you know, after COVID began in, in to really take effect of our lives in the month of March in 2020. It's the little things that have some semblance of normalcy that uh, give you a little bit of hope that, hey, uh, we could indeed get things back somewhat how they used to be so i mean that's uh that's outstanding from uh from that perspective you know and and we talked about the winter sports spring sports etc baseball softball uh they're uh they're going to be getting on underway here shortly uh did i notice uh through social media that softball had to bring your dog to practice day (laughs) gotta do what you can to keep things light around here you know we uh yeah, it, and, you know, and I think that's just one of the things these kids have been going through so much. Um, you know, they, they've been in quarantine. They've been in isolation. They haven't been able to practice. They've been able to practice, but in small groups. They haven't been able to be in the weight room. Then they have been able to be in the weight room. And now you're getting close to a season, and, and there's a lot of anxiety. You know, I mean, how many games are we going to get in? Are we going to play a game and then have to shut it down? And, and we obviously feel better about spring sports, um, given that they're outdoors and the temperature and then the way the virus is going now. So, but those students haven't played in over a year. I mean, they lost their season last spring and now they're coming into this year and watching all their classmates get parts of parts of seasons in or the whole season in or not at all. So it, you know, it's been, it's been a challenge to keep our kids light, keep them not worrying about this virus every day and how it impacts their playing uh, careers. So just do something fun and, and, you know, bring some dogs out and have a good time of practice. That's Coach Bowling. He keeps that, that team light and, and a great, great camaraderie that he's got there. So they're, they're great, and they're going to do whatever they can to keep their team building and also uh, keep the mood not as uh, stressful as it can be this time of year. And, yeah, when I saw that, I thought the dog's out to a practice, and I would be asked not to uh, uh, come back. I got a call. The one, the, the little one especially, uh, Miss Feisty Pants. Yeah, she's a little chihuahua uh, who only likes us, not anybody else. But anyway. Well, as long as you keep that little biodegradable bag in your pocket, Jim, you're welcome to bring them out to, to campus anytime you want. I've noticed that. I am welcome when I've got the little plastic bag in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Well, are we going to have a bring your dog to uh, the the football game day anytime? Yeah, soon? That, that's astroturf over there, buddy. That's that's a, that's a little different environment with a lot of metal bleachers and, and astroturf. You're at a softball field. There's there's a little more grass and stuff to play with. I don't think the dogs would enjoy themselves as much. Point taken. Okay. Well, well Mike, <laughs> thanks for joining us, and uh, well, we'll talk. To, I was going to say we'll talk to you next week, but we'll, we'll talk to you in February. Sounds great, man. I appreciate it. Have a great afternoon and a great weekend. All right. Thanks, Mike. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis in our weekly Cougar Chat. And uh, would you bring pets to work or practice or anything like that or a workout? Probably. Um, 
Yeah, our dog, our Cocker Spaniel is good enough. As long as he's got a, a ball or a toy to chase mm-hmm. and play with, he's good to go. So, yeah, that would that'd probably work out. Well, we got a Boggle and a Chihuahua. And uh, as long as the Chihuahua's got a Boggle to play with, <laughs> uh, she will ride herd over uh, over that. A little Ziva and, uh, and Brick. So, yeah, Brick's everybody's friend. He would just come up and... If you've got a dog, he's he's gonna want to know all about it. Yeah, uh, you know, but uh, he's the personable one. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Ziva, not so much. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and step out, take a break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking with Ryan Stevens. He's the media relations director for the Indiana Fever, formerly the uh, Fort Wayne Madness, and before that, USA Basketball. And he's well, about 15 or 16 years old. Anyway, no, he's not that. But, but we're going to talk to him and uh, and get his perspective on. I've had a lot of people that have said, "Boy, I'd love to be able to just be that media relations director. Where I just write game summaries, and that's my job." Are you kidding? Watch a game. Dan Vance does it now for the Mad Ants, and I mean it, the workload is incredible. But anyway, we're going to get the perspective of Ryan Stevens when we come back. You're listening to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Do you work for an organization that cares about you, that has a focus on customer service, safety, and employee success, that treats you with respect and dignity? If not, now is the time for change. Hattersley and Sons, Allied Mechanical Incorporated, BCB Mechanical Incorporated, Current Mechanical Incorporated, Havel, Project Design and Piping, Shambon Son, TJW Industrial Incorporated, Wagner Miner, CSI Heating and Cooling, as well as Wien and Shear Mechanical are now hiring. If you have plumbing, pipe fitting, HVAC, or welding experience, or are interested in getting into an apprenticeship for this industry, these employers are looking to hire you. Start immediately and receive great pay, health care, and amazing retirement benefits. This is a chance to advance your career to its full potential. If you're interested, contact our construction recruiter today at 260-417-8356. That number again is 417-8356. If you have plumbing, pipe fitting, HVAC, or welding experience, make the call today to the construction recruiter at 417-8356. Call now. Equal Opportunity Employers. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job. It helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Indiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Indiana Broadcasters Association and this station. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. That's Ram Jam and Black Betty from 1979. Enjoy. That's pretty good. Justin the DJ, he's scratching and everything. You know, I was watching the Pacers game the other night, last night and the night before. And they they have a, well, down in Charlotte, of course, it's Buzz City. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Hornets, yeah. And they have a DJ. And he had two turntables. Okay. And acted like he was scratching. And I didn't hear any scratching. All I heard was music. And I asked my wife, I said... That's wrong. <laughs> why? Why does he even have turntables that he's? You know, of course he was on camera, so he's yeah. you know, making it look good and flipping switches and all that. And it's like, come on, he's not doing anything. Well, back in the day, Run DMC was, you know, and, and all it was great. But uh, anyway. Oh, okay. I feel better. Yeah, right. I got that okay. off my chest. All yeah. Right. Okay. Well, don't forget the automotive color and supply text line is open for you at four six eight six two. That's four six eight six two. Please put TS in the front of your message, especially if you have any questions. If you want to be a media relations specialist or a media relations director, something like that, where you go to games, you watch the game, and then you write a summary about it. And that I think that's I think that's all you do. Well. Well, wait a minute. Let's go to the Talking Sports phone line because on the Talking Sports phone line, presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne, give your people Culligan water, is a media relations director at the professional level, Mr. Ryan Stevens. Ryan, good morning. I give you a hug if I saw you, but I don't see you. You're on the radio. I would, too, Jimbo, if I was there. Uh, I, I can give you and Justin a few more minutes if you need to reflect on the glory years there. I uh, I appreciate the Ram Jam to come in, too. That was uh, that or anything from side one of Zeppelin Four. I think uh, that's the perfect bump music to bring me in. I, I greatly appreciate that. Well, let's start with that. What What is it about LZ4, uh, side one, that, uh, that, that, that speaks to you? Well, you know, I was watching... Uh, the other day, I think uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High came on. There's a part on there when, uh, oh, what, what's the, what's the guy? God, I Spicoli? can't remember the guy's name. Is it Scalping Tickets? Uh, oh he's, yeah, he's, Rat. He's yeah, Rat. But he's giving the he's giving the info to uh, to the kid, and he's like, whenever possible, always put on side one of Zeppelin four. And like, you know, go back and look. You know, you can have Black Dog or Stairway to Heaven or Rock and Roll or the Battle of Evermore, so you, you can't go wrong, essentially. I think that's what people say about me, though. There you go. Well, <laughs> no, it's all positive, uh, Ryan. No, Ryan Stevens, I'll tell you what, uh, for, for the listeners unaware, Ryan Stevens was, was part of USA Basketball. Then he was media relations director for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, and then got the call to Bankers Live Fieldhouse to be media relations director for the Indiana Fever in the WNBA. Now, thing of it is, the WNBA also went into a bubble situation, or in the WNBA, they call it the Wubble. And first and foremost, before we get into other media relations type talk, what was it like in the Wubble? I'll say this, Jim. It was... Uh was it an experience I, I don't think I'll ever forget? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping we never have to do it again because it was, uh, it was taxing mentally, physically, and every, you know, every depiction you hear from. And I know uh, 
some of the NBA guys, they got down there. It would have been start of June, and then if you were if you were in the playoffs, you were there until October for some teams. But you know, for us, you know, getting down there was uh, was a bit of a process. Uh, we were the last team to get there, and it was I want to say July 11th was the day we got down there, and you know, already being behind the eight ball with losing a few days for training camp and you know, rushing right into things. For me, it was different because, you know, with the other 12 teams down there, only five other teams brought a public relations, media relations personnel member with them. So I, I couldn't imagine doing my job the first year with a team up here in Indy. But, you know, for me, it was kind of hitting the ground running, too, that outside of Pierre McCowan, Stephanie Mavungo had been on our team uh, before we traded her, those are really the only two players that I had met face to face in person before we get down there. Uh, I had met Marianne Stanley, our head coach, before then, but you know I fly down there and I've got a on top of the tasks that I already have to do to finish. I've got to build relationships with our team, with our players, and you know all while I'm kind of figuring out you know, the new logistics and granted there are some things that are similar whenever, you know, in the G league or USA basketball, wherever you're at, but, you know, just learning the the day-to-day operation down there that the good thing for me is that for the other five media relations personnel, people that you know, it was kind of almost take everything you learned and throw it out because mm-hmm. especially on a game day perspective, because none of us had ever been in this situation where, you know, talking with, uh, you know, some of the representatives from Phoenix or Vegas or uh, Dallas had a representative, New York had a representative down there, you know, just hearing all the things that they take on from a game day perspective. Well, now you, you almost cut that, you know, 60%, 70% of their duties off their hands, uh, you know, for this season, just, just because that was the situation. So everybody was trying to figure out, you know, what are we doing enough? Are we, are we doing too much, you know, compared to a normal game day? So, you know, it was, uh, I'll just say it was, it was physically taxing and, you know, mentally, I don't think, uh, I don't know the next time I'm going to stay in a hotel room, but after staying in a hotel room for 65 days, uh, it, it was, it, it just got tiring. And I, I know what those guys are going to go through in Fort Wayne. And, you know, I know people from the outside can say, Oh, they're playing basketball. How hard can it be? Well, yeah, I think the best comparison or analogy I can bring up was, you know, I was talking with Natalie Achanwa and we had a ESPN crew that was following players and teams down there. And, you know, for the WNBA players, they play in the U.S. during this season and then they take a few days or a week, whatever the term is, off. And then they go play overseas. And I was talking to Natalie about it. She said it's almost tougher when we were down in Bradenton because when you're playing over in Europe, whether it's in Italy or Spain or Russia or Israel, wherever it may be, you know you're unaccessible to your family, to your friends, and you just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for them it was different. Hey, we're in Florida. I mean, we're, we're in central Florida, about an hour away from Tampa, and you know nobody can get to us. It's almost, you know, you're so close, it's so far away if you want to use that. And one of our players is from Tampa and, you know, couldn't see family. And I, I completely get it because it's, it's the mindset that, hey, you're still here, but in some cases you're not. So it, uh, it, it was tough. I, I won't, you know, I won't change up my opinion about that, but, you know, it was certainly a rewarding experience, though. And, you know, with some of the players and some of the other staff members from other teams, I think I, 
I think we have a relationship and a friendship now that, you know, we'll always be able to point back to that summer of 2020 of, Hey, we, we got through it. We did it. And, uh, you know, we passed with flying colors. Well, of course, our buddy Dan Vance, who succeeded you with uh, Mad Ants Media Relations, is down there now. They just arrived, I think, Thursday, perhaps. And, you know, he even indicated that, you know, when when asked, you know, did you look to anybody to to find out you know, how things go down there? He, he talked about talking to you and in finding out some of the ins and outs. But but what what would there be? Uh, what did you experience down there that perhaps we'd have no idea or, or that you would have had to experience? And, uh, and and just some of the things that were taken away from you as far as uh, your your ability to just come and go as you please. Obviously that. But but what were some of the other things that were uh, uber regimented for you? I think, like you said, that, you know, just doing your, your normal basic activities that you wanted to do whenever, uh, you know, on a normal Saturday or whenever you have time off, you, you don't really think about, you, you've got your list of things you may have you want to accomplish, whether you go to the grocery store or, uh, you know, running errands or somewhere, you, you, you didn't have that option. And mm-hmm. so now you had to sit around and you know, find time of other things to do. So I know, uh, I know a lot of things that I did just to kill time. I, I ran a lot. Now, granted, it was the middle of summer in Florida, but you know, we were right next to the track and the football field at IMG Academy. So, you know, I, I'd like to say the heat doesn't bother me too much. So there's, there's a ton of, you know, youth baseball tournaments going on and, you know, messer with, and again, all these kids, football players, soccer players, baseball, you name it. So, you know, I'm sitting there and, you know, they're kind of living their normal life, but it's like, here, here we are, you know, these grown ups and professional athletes and adults here. And we're like, okay, we're, we're kind of confined to, you know, transporting via golf cart and walking around to their gyms and, you know, seeing the spaces that they normally occupy. And, um, you know, for us, it was just like you said that, you know, whenever we would go to games, you know, we would we would take a bus to where we were, but we drive by, you know, shopping malls and you drive by the beach and, you know, you see people out and about and just living their normal life. And, you know, you, you couldn't do that to the full extent. So, you know, for Dan and those guys, you know, I, I know they're going to do a great job and we're certainly rooting for them down in Indy. And, uh, and that was the one thing I told Dan just. You know, make sure you, you can take some time to unplug. I know that was the toughest thing for our players, too, because they talked about it, that, you know, whenever they get home from a game, they can put their feet up or, you know, decompress a little bit. Well, I think it's hard to do that when they're living with each other when we were down in Florida. And, you know, whenever you go to breakfast the next day, whenever you go to lunch or dinner, you bump into all the extra players from other teams and you see all the coaches sitting there having meetings in the in the cafeteria area. And so you, you couldn't fully get away you couldn't you know move on to another task it was there was always something that could be done something that you know could could have been accomplished from a basketball sense i know that i don't want to come off as as complaining about it because i know it was a tough summer for a lot of people and there were uh, a lot of people's jobs that were affected so i don't want to complain too much but it was just tough to get away from the basketball aspect 
Well, something completely different, that's for sure. And you, you talk about the players. Uh, the Mad Ants now have O'Shea Brissett, uh, formerly of uh, Raptors 905 in the G League and the Toronto Raptors uh, two-way. But he has taken to YouTube and has his own YouTube channel. It's called Brissy TV. If, if you want to take a look and see, you know, day in the life, things of that nature. But it, it is. It's the same thing. And, and he talked a little bit about that, about having... Uh, boy, you have a routine that you go through, and it's the same. It's like Groundhog Day. It's the same. It is. It, it exactly is. That's the that's the perfect uh, euphemism for for describing just the time down there that you didn't know. You knew what every day was going to bring. Obviously, a, a new day, but it was all you know. There, it was all just different shades, or uh, you know, you know. There was a lot of flashbacks, like, oh, I remember playing them a few weeks ago, or, oh, I remember I bumped into so-and-so. I completely agree with that. We're talking this morning with Ryan Stevens, Media Relations Director of the Indiana Fever of the WNBA, formerly the Fort Wayne Mad Ants Media Relations Director. And, Ryan, even even when you got down there and, and got the call to join the Indiana Fever, even going down there, I mean, not the, the the wobble notwithstanding, they're going through all kinds of renovations at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. You were kind of displaced from from the word go, weren't you? I mean, uh, having to uh, set up shop in different uh, locations and things of that nature, uh, that uh, it, couldn't it, have been easy. It, it, <laughs> it's just weird you say that, Jim. It doesn't seem like it's been about a, a calendar year since I started down here because... I got here right after, and again, this is, it's just crazy to think about a month, a year ago that, you know, we were watching the NBA all-star game in Chicago. And I think I started down here at Indy that Tuesday or Wednesday, that following week. And, you know, if we were on the regular NBA schedule, you know, we'd be having the NBA all-star game as planned here in Indy in a few weeks, but obviously wait until 2024. So yeah, whenever we get down here that I, I think the first weekend I was still, wrapping up and concluding the moving process. And then the next weekend, there was high school state championships for the girls' basketball tournament that were here. Um, the next weekend after that was Big Ten women's tournament that was at Banker's Life. And then the weekend after that was supposed to be the Big Ten men's tournament. And we got two games on that Wednesday taken care of. And then Thursday happened. We're standing out there on the court. It was about... I want to say 11.50 a.m. And, you know, getting ready, I think it was Michigan and Rutgers that was on the court. And all of a sudden, I just remember an official walking out onto the court saying, we're done. Wow. Somebody came over the loudspeaker and said, we're, we're postponing. And that was it. And ever since then, it's, uh, you know, it, it's been packing up and moving offices and working from home and then going down to Florida for two and a half months at uh it's been just an unbelievable last year, and like I said, Jim, I don't, I know how fortunate I am to still be in a position you are as well. I know that that goes without saying that you know there were a lot of people affected, and you know I'm just hoping that you know we get back to normalcy in a safe and responsible manner as quickly as possible, so that uh you know that so many people can can get back to some sense of normalcy, though. 
Oh, well said. And it, I can't believe it's been a calendar year for you either because it seems like yesterday that you and Matt Gasson would come into my office and close the door and we would have some kind of high-level meeting uh, in, in, in extreme privacy and, and talk about world-shattering uh, uh, topics. So uh, well, yeah. we'd, pro- we'd probably discuss uh, Oakland A's news. We would probably discuss... Uh, Oh, goodness. What Penn State versus Iowa <laughs> <laughs> and all that. Hey, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about the fever and, and your your role there. But my goodness, uh, around you, what's it like with Tamika Catchings uh, working with her? Uh, on a regular basis, and Tamika Catchings, just one of the most outstanding athletes in in North America, and in the adversity that she faced growing up, and to be able to overcome that and be so successful in everything she does, uh, that's got to be awesome. It, it is, Jim, and, and you talk about her being a world class athlete, uh, an Olympian for so many years, and. You know, I think the one thing that so many people fail to mention, though, is that just a, a world-class person. Just I don't think I've ever been around someone just genuinely wholesome as as Tamika is. Just always with a smile on her face, always energetic, ready to go, and you know, for everything that she takes on during the season, during the off season as well. Whether it's being a color commentator for the SEC Network. Um, you know, making sure I've been talking to her. She's been going through some of the, you know, some of the pains during the pandemic with uh, owning her tea shop as well, just mm-hmm. a little bit north of downtown Indy. And on top of, oh, hey, you're you're kind of making these decisions for, you know, roster moves or coaching transactions, whatever it may be. So uh, it's it's just remarkable to see all that she can balance, all that she can juggle, and uh, it's. Anytime you talk to her, you know, your day feels a little bit better. And I, I can't say it enough that, again, working around somebody like that is, uh, you know, it's remarkable. And it's, uh, it, I'm very fortunate to have somebody like her that, you know, I, I call her one of my, one of my bosses. You know, I, I work for her. I try to make her life as easy as possible. And it's, uh, it, it's very, it, it's, it's just a well lifting and, um, you know, just a very fortunate circumstance. I get to talk to her uh, on a daily basis. Well, Ryan, we uh, we had teased your appearance on this show with uh, with talking about. Have you ever thought about being in media relations for a professional sports team? If someone aspires to do what you're doing and, and what Justin's doing right now as well, and Dan Vance, uh, it, these seem like dream jobs. But there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. But it's very fulfilling. What if somebody's listening right now and would love to get into media relations? What's what's the best advice you can get them? Give them. Oh man, I think uh, I think for any job or any career path you want to go down, Jim, uh, you'll you'll know this. You know, with your plethora of experience as well, that you know, just come in, you know, ready to listen, ready to learn, whatever opportunity you get, um, you know. There's so many people, I think, that have a, a set in mind goal for what they want to do in life. And, you know, whenever I went to Penn State, I always heard so many people that talked about, I want to I want to live in Philly or I want to live in New York. I want to live in D.C. Like, that's no no if ands, buts about it. Like, okay, that's great. But, like, you know, try something different. I was talking with Pat Boylan, the uh, 
Indiana Pacers radio sideline extraordinaire the other day, and he was mm-hmm. talking about his first job was was out in Bismarck, South Dakota. I think he was a sports director for one of the news stations there. I think it was for a year before he ended up coming back to Indy with the job he has now. So, you know, I, I, I challenge everybody to, you know, go somewhere that, you know, you haven't been. Do it now while, you know, I'm saying this as a 27-year-old guy that, you know, I have all the, you know, my responsibilities include you know, taking care of me, myself, and I, and nobody else. But, you know, if you have the opportunity, go uh, go experience a different part of life. Like I said, when I graduated from Penn State, I think uh, we came back and on Sunday, I graduated that first May in 2016. And on Sunday, I, I was calling Penn State TCU baseball game on ESPN Radio and State College. Came back after the game, packed everything up, and the next morning my dad and I drove out to Colorado Springs, and that was my first job out there for a year and a half. So I think for anybody that you shouldn't say no, especially early on to, you know, just getting your foot in the door and then, you know, once your foot in the door, kick it open and make sure no one shuts it behind you. And uh, there's so many different opportunities now in the sports realm. They're, They're looking for expansive young minds that, are willing to work at the same time and you know regardless be you know be trustful be be a hard worker and you know i think at the end of the day all that stuff kind of correlates with one another depending on what whatever career path you choose to go down but those are the people that i i enjoy working for well, and you mentioned Pat Boylan uh, from the Pacers. I know when he was in college at Ball State, he used to do work for IndianaWebSports.com. He used to call yep. games, and that was Brett Rump's uh, internet uh, sports radio broadcasting company. He used to work for Brett to do that, and uh, he indicated to me in a Zoom call that he remembered doing liners on those games for talking sports back in the day. So uh, you know, yeah, well, you I can think have it's, some... it's that. And, and real quick, Jimbo, I mean, yeah, not to not to puff my chest out, but I'm watching a preview here. I got TV on right now on NFL Network, and the Reese Senior Bowl is going on today. One of uh, one of the guys I went to Penn State with, he was one of the scouting assistants for Phil Savage, who was running the senior bowl. Now it's Jim Nagy, but you know, I went down there for a week to mobile Alabama in 2016. Just, you know, I met the PR director down at the senior bowl and worked that week. And, you know, it's the same thing. It's those opportunities that sometimes you got to bite the bullet and, and make sure you take advantage of the opportunity. You never know who you're going to talk to when you're down there or what it can lead to. So another thing always, uh, you know, like you said, that what's the adage that, you know, you treat the, the custodian the same way, the president, you know, so on and so forth, that you never know what these opportunities can lead to. And you always need to keep an open mind and, uh, you know, make sure you take advantage of those opportunities. Ryan Stevens, always a pleasure, my friend. And uh, uh, let's uh, let's stay in touch, buddy. We will. And, hey, before I go, Jim, uh, congrats on so many years of success there. What What is it, 13 years now? 13, they, yes. You on? Yes. Yes, thirteen indeed. years. That's uh, that's nothing to to shy away from. So, congrats to you, my friend, and it's uh, it's always good to catch up. All right, thank you, Ryan. Let's uh, let's keep in touch. See you, Jimbo. All right, that was Ryan Stevens, media relations director of the Indiana Fever, the WNBA, formerly the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, media relations director, formerly media relations director of the USA Basketball. So, uh, his. Uh, 
Uh, a lot of uh, experience there at his young age. I uh, had something on Twitter uh, from Blackhawk Christian. Tonight's JV and Varsity Boys basketball games have been postponed. Make update to be determined. Justin, have you seen anything additionally? Nothing else yet. So um, just assume if you have plans to go to an evening basketball game tonight, it's probably either postponed or been moved up. So check and make sure. Indeed, yeah. And usually uh, their social media platforms will keep you up to date. That's going to do it for Talking Sports this morning. Thanks so much to Mike McCaffrey for joining us. Thanks also to Ryan Stevens and as always, thanks to Justin Kenny for keeping it all smooth and, and offering his insights. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. And until next week, well, stay warm, uh, be careful shoveling snow, and uh, we'll see you next week. And until then, have a great week, everybody. for Fort Wayne Sports Talk for the guys who know it best. Kent Horman and Brett Rump, back-to-back weekdays. They've been covering the Summit City and all the great athletes and teams that have come and gone like no one else. And now you get their insights daily. Listen weekdays at 2 for SportsWise and stick around at 4 for the Sports Rush. Brett Rump and now Kent Horman only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Download the 1380 app. Enable your smart speaker to listen or go to 1380thefan.com. Shop classic, independently certified pre-owned Rolex watches for both men and women in the attractive high-end designs that make Rolex watches so striking at Peter Franklin Jewelers. Rolex, the world's most recognizable watch brand, from classic to professional Rolex models to suit any wrist. Shops of Mariner, Daytona, Datejust, Yacht Mariner. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.